Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. In this week's episode, I'm going to talk about the five costs of interrupting yourself. If you're new to the podcast, I'm really happy that you're here. And for those of you who have listened to the podcast before, I'm really happy that you're back. The point of this podcast is to help you become a more intentional communicator. How do you manage your attention? How do you manage people's attention when you're communicating? And it's hard. It's really hard. That's why I wrote the book Brief, which is a book about being clear and concise, predictably, and why I wrote a book called Noise, because that's the environment that we live in. And there are a lot of things competing for our attention. And when we communicate, oftentimes we're communicating with ourselves without even saying anything. It's the thoughts that are going around in our head that can make us scattered. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about what that costs you. Now, one of the things that you need to know is one of my motivations doing the podcast, besides helping you in simple and practical ways, is also helping myself. So the topics that I pick are frequently things that I see in my day-to-day life, when I'm teaching courses, when I'm working with clients, that affect me personally and professionally. So recently, did a couple of podcasts that are near and dear to my heart. I did one on the pros and cons of analogies. They're powerful, but they can also be perilous. So I did one of those because I love analogies, but I heard somebody use an analogy which was completely misleading. And I thought, you know what? I need to do a podcast on that. And then just last week, I did one on setting boundaries when people who are critical and complaining come calling to you. And how do you protect yourself from engaging in those conversations when they're just not, the time's not right or it's not right for you? So these are, these are things that I see, that I'm seeing, and I want to talk about. So this week is about the risks that we have when we actually distract ourselves. And it's, it's a problem. It's a huge problem. And I want you to, to start to think about, yeah, I mean, we can easily blame the world that we live in. So I can blame my phone. I can blame the, my coworkers. I can blame my family members. I can blame my boss, my clients. We could be thinking like, if they would just leave me alone and stop distracting me and disrupting me and interrupting me, I can actually get something done. Certainly that's true, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. What I want you thinking about today is how often you do that to yourself. How often do I do that to myself? I can't blame anybody else but me for when this happens. Now as background for this podcast, I want you to recall this concept called the elusive 600. And if you're new to the podcast, you've never heard this term, let me reframe it or explain it to you in pretty simple terms. So this concept is in the book Brief, it's in the book Noise, it's in all the courses we teach at the Brief Lab and at the Quiet Workplace. It, the, the, the concept is that your brain is going consciously and subconsciously at a rate of about 750 words per minute. Yet people could speak at about 150 words a minute. So if you do the quick math, it would suggest that the brain is going 600 words faster per minute than the average person can talk. Now, when this was explained to me by this woman, Sharon Ellis, more than a decade ago, it made so much sense to me because consciously and subconsciously, I can, I can feel my elusive 600 on a day-to-day basis. I'm in a conversation with a person and then they say a word that makes me recall a childhood memory, or I'm in a meeting and I hear a noise my brain is jumping around. It's elusive. Um, I am talking to somebody and I get an alert on my phone and all of a sudden 
I'm thinking, oh, I forgot to do this. And we're all over the place. And to the point of a lot of the courses that we teach is about how to manage people's elusive 600, how to keep them focused, how to keep them on point, keep them on track. It's a powerful uh, reality for people because your brain is fast. I want you to think about the elusive 600 as it's your friend, but it's also your enemy. And if you, if you can keep it in check, engaged, I can stay on topic, I can stay on task. But the reality is in a noisy world, boy, there are many distractions that come calling. And the elusive 600 is ready to answer the door when anything or anybody comes knocking. Now, in this, this episode, when we want to think about the cost, because it's the five costs of distracting yourself, interrupting yourself, um, research suggests that when that happens, it takes about 23 minutes to return to what we were doing. And I don't know if that's entirely true. I suspect that it is, but I do know that if you're deep in thought and you get distracted, it's really hard to reset because you're now going down a different path. And that, that comes at a cost. If you think about your day and where your mind is at from the time that you wake up in the morning till the time you go to sleep at night and you were actually, imagine if you did this experiment, tracking all the places that your brain went during the day, your first waking thought to your last thought before you go to sleep and everything in between. I mean, there are a lot of minutes in there and there's a lot of elusive 600 running around. I think that interrupting ourselves is something that we do all the time, whether we notice it or not. And in preparing for this podcast, I started realizing that I do this a lot and I wasn't even aware of it, but it does come at a cost. So it's not something that just happens. And I, I just have to kind of live in resignation. Like that's just the way the world is. I really want to start to figure out like, okay, how am I thinking throughout the day? And in the context of this podcast, I want to know about this because it affects how I communicate. And I'll say that again, how I think affects how I speak, how I think affects how I write And by connecting quiet preparation and thoughtful moments prior to writing something or saying something, there's a power in those combinations. Yet we live in a, in a, in a, in a, in a society in a moment where to find any peace and quiet, to find any deliberate moment is very, very difficult. So what I want you to hone in this week is like, all right, we are now in the moment where I can't blame people for this. I'm actually doing it to myself and I've got the time. I'm thinking about things. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to prepare, I'm trying to get my head wrapped around something. Yet I keep on distracting myself in those moments. And I'm going to talk to you about like, okay, what does that look like of having a continuous, you know, um, a continuous thought from beginning to end, and whether that thought's two minutes long, five minutes long, 10 minutes long, without breaking the flow, without breaking that up, without a distraction coming in. That's self-induced. Again, whether you're aware of it or not. So here are the, here are the kind of a category of five things. Um, the first is you lose the train of thought. You lose the train of thought. So you're you're in a moment where you're, you've got a meeting coming up and you're preparing for the meeting, 
with a client, maybe it's an important client, maybe it's your boss. It's an important conversation. So you, you, you realize, okay, I'm, I really need to, to get down to business here and I need to get my, my head right about this conversation that's coming up. And right in the middle of the conversation, out of nowhere, you remember that you forgot to close the garage door before you left for work. You just forgot. Now, my train of thought has just jumped the tracks. I am going down a completely different road now. I've derailed myself. And then I really start to think about the garage door. And did I leave it open? Like what's inside the garage? Is, you know, would a person stop by? Did I leave anything valuable in the garage? Like, how did I possibly, who can I call? And now I'm in a different train of thought. And then you're done. That's just one example. I could have more. Maybe I'm, I'm planning, um, an important trip or I'm planning, you know, um, maybe, maybe it's a business trip or a vacation and I'm going through all the things that I need to do. And then I realize, um, the thought of money pops in my head and I realize that I might not be able to afford it. And then I start thinking about the fact that I don't have enough money in my account. And I think, how, how can I change jobs? And then I'm jumping around from topic to topic, but it was all self-induced. So the first risk is, is literally losing your train of thought. That's the cost. Okay. The second cost is you're likely to repeat it. So now you start building a habit. Whether you're conscious about doing this or, or, or it just happens, as I, as I do it, it becomes a habit of me jumping around. So the cost of me not preparing that trip or the cost of me not getting ready for that conversation and thinking about the garage door is anytime some errant thought comes, either in my mind or something that I see or something that I hear, I'm habitually going that way. I'm letting myself divert. I'm, I'm, I'm getting scattered. So now I, I start building a habit. What's the cost of that habit? I don't even realize that I'm doing it. Third cost, I'm incapable of sustained focus. So I've got important things to think about. Yet along the way, I let these distractions and disruptions step into my life. And I actually can't have a thought for two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it might be without somebody or something, not somebody, something from myself stepping in and stopping it. And I'll say that again. It just steps in and stops it. It just cuts it off. It's like somebody just cutting you off in traffic. You can't continue from point A to point B without you letting something stop your focus. So the cost of that is my thinking is short. It's very, very short. It might be 10 seconds, 20 seconds without something happening. It might be, I can't even do this for more than a couple of minutes. And a test or a challenge here is, do I have enough mental strength to have a sustained continuous thought without self-interruption for how long? How long could I do this without me breaking contact and doing something different about changing directions? Now think of it like driving a car. I'm going from point A from point B. And how long can I do this without changing lanes, changing streets, or changing direction? And if I can't do that, it really affects the trip because that trip is literally in little bits and pieces. It can't be a long, continuous A to B thought. And this really can be very costly if we're in positions of authority, leadership, 
We're responsible for things and we need to be thinking about things a lot before we talk about them, before we write about them, before we send a message or communicate about them. Can we have long sustained thought or is it all choppy and scattered? The fourth cost is that we're unaware of our awareness. So we just let this happen. It happens without us noticing it's happening. We're not aware of how often and how frequently and how powerfully this happens. We become really comfortable or we allow this it to be kind of like almost like a blur. Time starts to fly. We're scattered. We're, we're chattering. We're just, we're all over the place and we don't even realize we're doing it. We don't even realize we're doing it. It's just, it's a mental habit. And the last cost is that, and I think this is for me, the most impactful, the scariest one is we say yes to much less. So if you think about the big things I need to think about during the day and the little tiny things that are not that important, well, I'm saying yes to those little things all the time, but I'm not focusing on the big things. And, and to think about like rocks versus pebbles, like these big rocks, these big issues, these big things I need to be thinking about and these little tiny things, which are distractions and disruptions and random thoughts that are, yep, I may maybe in their own right might be somewhat important, but they're not really important. But I end up dividing my attention and in, in thinking about these things when I should be thinking about the big things. You know, recently I was in a meeting and um, we were talking about a number of topics that I would call like, like small to middle size importance. And at the end of the conversation, the question came up, okay, we're we missing anything. And I stopped and I thought, we didn't talk about the big thing. We had a big thing that we needed to talk about. We didn't talk about it at all. We ended about we ended up talk, saying yes to much less. Talking about the little things, all these things that are somewhat important, but not the things that were really important. And there's a cost to that. Right? You're, 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 you're focusing on your brain is all over the place, but not zeroing in on what matters most as communicators. When we think about where our head is during the day and how it orients us towards talking to another person, I want you to start to think about the elusive 600 and the conversations that we're actually having to ourselves and how we're letting ourselves interrupt ourselves divide ourselves. It's not even somebody else yet. It's just me. I do this to myself and I do it all the time. And there's a cost to it. It's a cost of focus. It's a cost of clarity. It's a cost, it's a cost of consistency. It, there, 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 there's going to be a price. So to wrap this up, I want you to think, you know, it's expensive to disrupt and distract yourself. I want you to just imagine, visualize the mess you would make if you were making a smoothie and momentarily you had a random thought and you said yes to it and you hit blend but you forgot to put the cap on just 